Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go around the NFL to keep you in the loop. This is Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. All right, Texans not winning the AFC South. That's not my dialogue. That's what uh, Colin Cowherd, big fan favorite around here, that's what he had to say about the Texans in 2024. This was his uh, explanation for that. Now they have to play with expectations. Schedule is significantly harder and oh by the way Anthony Richardson and Trevor Lawrence are both healthy again so that's a team I like I don't think Houston bottoms out sophomore slump that's a team all right sophomore slump what what would it take for the Texans to have a sophomore slump because I look is there a guarantee that the Texans are going to win more than 11 games next year like no there's not I mean it, they, they could easily come down to earth but what are the the elements of a sophomore slump like what what elements do the Texans possess that makes you think that the arrow isn't pointing up? Yeah, I think the the first thing that I would point to is if this expensive offensive line that they've invested in really isn't that good. Like, I feel like we were able to make That's the excuse. That's a possibility. We made the excuse last year about health. What if it's healthy this coming year and the excuse isn't there and you don't get the upgrade and performance that you're hoping that you get from being healthy? Like, I think that could be it. And if C.J. Stroud's running for his life, or if the interior is not that good, whatever the case may be. Like, say you do actually have pretty good tackles, but those interior guys, interior guys are not as good as you need them to be. I could see that being a problem for the offense overall. That would be the main thing I would point to. Maybe some drop-off in the defense if you don't upgrade the talent. I don't know. Like, for me, especially in a division like this, last year they told me that the, that the Jacksonville Jaguars are supposed to just walk away with it, just run away with it and, and like, leave everybody in their dust. I don't know if you can say that about any particular team, the Texans included, whether it be the Texans, Colts, or uh, or the Jags. Like I feel like it's kind of an open division. Except and, the Titans, we're just dismissing. Yeah, right? no, I would dismiss them. Okay. I would just. I think it's a three a three team race, and all of them should probably feel good about their situation, whether it be coach, quarterback, or a combination of the two. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a three horse race. I think if we look at the quarterback situation, I think that there's two good quarterbacks in C.J. Stroud and Trevor Lawrence. Both of them are trying to take that next level, personally. Now, Trevor Lawrence has had multiple cracks at it, and he's kind of come up short, at least from year two to three, yep. building off a good year and trying to make have 
like a phenomenal year. He he kind of failed at that last year. We'll just throw the rookie the the rookie year with Urban Meyer aside. Anthony Richardson, we don't know what he's going to be. Yeah. I think that the, I got to ask you though. I do think the Texans and Colts have the better coaches though, like for right now. That's and that's that's where I'm going with this. I think Shane Steichen, I don't think I I think he got very disrespected by not even being considered for coach of the year. I think that's a joke. So with that being said, and I know I'm I'm more intrigued by Anthony Richardson than you are. We we talked about about that even last year going into the draft. But does Shane Steichen and what he was able to do both with the limited sample sample size with Anthony Richardson and what he's done with Gardner Minshew, does that not at least make you a little bit more, I don't know, intrigued by what he might be able to do with an Anthony Richardson who you don't think is necessarily a good player? You know what scares me even more than that? What? What scares me even more than that is if what we saw the final game of the season, and and I think a, a case can be made, there can be a discussion that Jonathan Taylor was the best player on the football field when the Texans took on the Colts in week 17. I think I think you could have a strong case for that. And and he kept the Colts in that game. What scares me more is if Jonathan Taylor is going to be that guy from the beginning of the season to the end now that he's got his contract and whatnot. That that terrifies me, and that's why I want the Texans to up their running game a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we wanted him to draft Jonathan Taylor four years ago. However many years ago that was now? Four years ago? Yeah. Five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah, we were not four. Yeah, 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 twenty twenty. Yeah, it was yeah. twenty twenty draft. I did yeah, a whole man. article on it. Yeah, we've been we've been on that for a minute, and and I I think that that's ringing I, true to this day. I'm with that. I'm excited for this. Uh, what this is going to look like. What CJ is going to look like. Uh, Cowherd has him third. Uh, all right then. So this was uh, Sean Pendergast and Seth Payne discussing the Lopez philosophy of free agency. This was the thing that I took most exception with, with our buddy Sean Pendergast. Yeah, I, I'm all, look, and here's the thing. Sometimes when you get into debates like this, it, the, it's, it's like there's an implication that Lopez wants to go spend the money and we want to somehow save the money, like we can put it in an IRA or something like that. Yeah. Like, no, I'm all, for, I'm all for spending all their cap money this offseason. Yeah. I just wouldn't spend it on a, a tippy-top contract for Mike Evans and a tippy-top contract for Saquon Barkley, I don't think that's sm- I, I don't think that's a smart use of those resources. Right, you know, yeah. I, that's fair. I, I, I would that's fair. go tippy top on Patrick Queen. Wait, what? I would go tippy top on Christian Wilkins Wait, on the interior of the defensive line. Like that's Wait, I would splurge and pay what the market is for those guys past the age. Okay, so well, so for the hold on a second for the two lesser players, he would pay the well, money. Hold on a second, like Saquon Barkley, we're talking like eleven mil a year tops. Like that's that's what the Jonathan Taylor contract was. I think something like that. the The projection for Patrick Queen right now, I think, is like seventeen million dollars. That's more reckless to me than the Mike Evans situation. You're drafted a linebacker who really had one really really good year. Like he didn't get his fifth fifth year option picked up. Titus Howard got his fifth-year option picked up. Like he didn't get his fifth-year option picked up. You want that? Like when when we go through the history of free agency, I know there's going to be exceptions to everything, but paying Patrick Queen market value, five years, sixteen, seventeen million a year, to me that that comes across to at least in my eyes as the prototypical bad free agency contract. You talked about the devaluing of the running back, or just the way the running back is discussed. Just as we're talking through it right now, the idea, like how did we arrive at a place 
where a guy who can score touchdowns for you makes significantly less than an inside linebacker. Like, And you could maybe even argue that linebackers are not talked about the way that they used to back in the day. But that Patrick Queen is up for a bigger payday than Saquon Barkley tells you that the world, at least in, in from a football standpoint, is on his ass. <laughs> like, what are we doing? What, what, what are we doing, market? The Patrick Queen thing is a hell no for me. That's my one hell no. Like, I don't want to pay Patrick Queen 15, 16, 17 million dollars. Yeah, no, and for Patrick Queen's sake, I hope I hope somebody does do it for him. I, I hope you get that payday. Just not here, buddy. Not here. <laughs> not here, dog. Go get it. But go get it somewhere else. Hey, if there's if there's like a third round guy that D'Amico likes at linebacker, or if Christian Harris wants to continue to develop, or they want to bring back Blake Cashman and maybe look at like some of these other possibilities at linebacker, uh, I'm good with that. I, I that's where you trust the D'Amico pixie yeah. dust. I can't get down with Patrick Queen like that. Yeah. If they now you ain't even got to get down with Patrick hey, it, Queen. Is the that's whole the reason is the whole reason to even have a Patrick Queen is so you have somebody. To defend guys like Saquon Barkley, or if you got a you know a mobile quarterback or something like that, like you have a guy like that, only to combat what the Texans are trying to upgrade in their offense. I can to have positions. Is he better than Christian Harris? Probably by a lot. So yeah, is it by a lot? I I don't know. He's had one good year. He's had one good year. That's. I don't think well, that's worth paying it. No, nah, nah, I'm not, not a so, linebacker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's but, the bad contract. But would you rather upgrade Blake Cashman? And I, I feel like this is bad because both of these guys are really good for them. But hear what I'm saying. Would you rather upgrade Blake Cashman or Devin Singletary? Devin Singletary. You know what I'm saying? Like, that seems pretty easy to me. And especially even at a cheaper price for $6 million cheaper. It's 5 or $6 million cheaper. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, the queen thing would terrify me. Now, I, I want to I make this clear, and this is the same. this is the same caveat that I used last year when we were talking about the draft and we were talking about different things whatever they decide i trust so i'll have my initial opinion but if D'Amico didn't want to draft a quarterback last year i would have rubbed with it i mean i i might have disagreed but i 
Right now, I'm in the, I don't want to call it a honeymoon phase, but I'm in a, I trust these guys. No, 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 no. That's where if, I'm at. If he pay, if they pay Patrick Queen no, 17, I'm not 18 million that. dollars a I'm year, not down with that. I'm going to ask them how many of the mother cats said no. Because that's, that's going to be the only way that where I will accept it. Like, all right, well, you just couldn't get nobody else. But you're going you're gonna to have to tell me the no's from Mike Evans. They're not going to do the Saquon Queen thing. Barkley, the Queen thing would be crazy. Hell, even, uh, even the, the defensive tackles, like, Wilkins, yeah, I mean, I would almost, I would understand that a little bit better. At least that's the D line, and you, I mean, you got the hole there. You say that that's where your defense starts. Like, I would, I would at least understand the Wilkins thing. I don't think I'd be mad about that. The Queen, I would not get. You would have to explain it to me like I'm five. My dream for like this portion of free agency is that, much like they found Stephen Nelson, and did a good job in doing so. Much like they found Devin Singletary, like they're able to do that, but at a higher scale. Like it, like at a at a higher scale now that the place is more appealing and stuff, and and, and then you can swing for the fences and bring in your big name guys. But yeah. the the thing that I don't like in the off season is, well, you need this more than that. Might not be there, man. Might yeah. not be there. Sometimes you got to adjust. You go to the store, you need this. Well, they don't have. Hey, honey, they don't have this. Well, get that. Like that's. That's what free agency is. Yeah. You tell me, oh, we can get an elite edge rusher. Okay, that sounds great. All right, yeah. let's let's do that. Yeah, man. Okay. I, look, I, give me a corner while you can too. Oh, is there a value all pro guard too? Let me get that. <laughs> have it your way. Just Bring me one of them safeties too. Yeah. This is not the Burger King off season. It's like you're going through Taco Bell. Oh, damn! They just got that 99 cent cheese roll up. Throw one of those in there too. Hey, man. I oh, don't, wow. There's a. Uh, <laughs> All pro kicker for cheap. Okay, let's get with that. Let's upgrade there. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't really love cross-board comparisons, but this is what I think They're about. They're awesome, though. I, I don't love them, but I, this is what I think about. You remember damn near 15 years ago now when the Heat went out and signed LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and brought back Dwayne Wade. They weren't like, oh, my God, we got to figure out a way to get nine other players. They just basically went out and got nine other players and were like, hey, we got these. Now, it's different, okay? You can't just sign three guys and then you got a team. But similarly situated, if you were to to just spend big on, say, say Matabike is available, and you go Matabike and Saquon Barkley. Yeah. All right, well, now you're going to have to find some things along the margins to fill out the team. You're not going to be able to get maybe the 8 or $9 billion linebacker or whatever else you were going to get. You're probably going to have to find the 3 or $4 million one. But that's the cost of doing business when you add high-end talent and you try to get better along the margins with it. Like to, to have a new got Nick Casario. Yeah, that's his that's, job. That's his job right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Give me figure an elite, it out. Give me an elite core and then figure out the rest of the things along the margins. The beauty of it, Landry Locker, B. Scott with you uh, here, Figgy Fig on Sports Radio 610. The beauty of it is like there's no formula. Yeah. There's no formula and it's a uh, it's a give or take type of thing. So there's no like formula. If it was, we all everybody be, be using it. Be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hey, I want what they got. <laughs> yeah. Let me go, let me go get This George is how Joe, you win. Caffrey. Yeah. This is how you win the Super Bowl. That's what's fun about it, man. Like that's that's what's fun about the discussion. That's why that's why it's there and that's why uh free agency is so excited right now uh for the Texans going around the NFL on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. I'm going to play a game with you guys. And you got to choose a side. No fence sitting here. All right. I'm going to play a game of more confident in with you in the in the loopholes. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Tell me if you want to play this. Or tell me where you side. 
Which are you more confident in? Nico Collins as a number one receiver or Derek Stingley as a number one corner? We got to factor in health and everything, too. Derek Stingley is a number one corner. Derek Stingley. All right, that was easy. Uh, which are you more confident in? Titus Howard becoming an elite right tackle or Kenyon Green becoming a serviceable left guard? Oh, man. No, this is a, this is when it's even easier. Titus Tid- Howard for sure. Yeah, I'm rolling yeah. with Titus. Yeah, and I was serviceable. Oh, dude, I was the one. Like just- Michael Dieter like type, type, Kendrick Green type. Serviceable. Okay, so what is sir? What is serviceable? That? Is like a di- a, a, a starter, a, a mediocre-ish, okay starter that you nah, in and not okay. No, yeah. listen. Right now, today, based off of what we have, <laughs> Titus Howard, despite his gross mismanagement by the team, is much closer. He was he's been paid. He's yeah. much closer to being an elite right tackle. No matter what we think about him, he is much closer to being an elite right tackle than Kenyon Green is to actually even being an NFL player. Okay. Like he's fighting for his. NFL viability, period, okay. being on the team. Okay. So, yeah, no, this is going to have to be Titus Howard for me, even All right. easier. All right. Yeah, I'm rolling with Titus on this one. Damn, Kenyon. Yeah. And, and I, I made the case last week of, hey, what if? What if Kenyon Green can't? What if he's the missing piece? I did that segment. Yeah, you're a fraud for that. I, by I the did way. that. You're I exposing did, yourself I as did a fraud that, here. What, it, that was more hope trafficking. <laughs> you're asking me to, to not fence it and take a side. Hey, look, man, this one seems pretty easy. All right, final one. More confident in. Damian Pierce or John Mechie as a contributor in 2024? This is the hardest. I'm going to say Pierce. Yeah. Because Pierce didn't have a good year, but at least he did something on on special teams. He could figure something out. He like, could, you could throw him somewhere else. I, he, feel like they, I feel like they ain't do that with Mechie. I feel like Pierce could get better and be like your second 2B, 3 guy. Like, it wouldn't be the most shocking – like it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world if Damian Pierce establishes himself as like your goal line running back and number three guy and finds finds ways to hang around. I don't know about John Mechie. Yeah. Like especially if they draft a receiver or something like that. I don't know how he fits in. And the other thing about it is this. Maybe I'm just a prisoner of the moment when it comes to the Super Bowl. But for me, even in like a best case scenario, if John Mechie plays better, I'm watching the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm watching these number three, number four, number five receivers. Jennings is on special teams almost blocking punch. Jennings is doing all this gadget stuff. Um, Freaking Conley is. Chris Conley. Yeah. DDT guys on punt return. He's making a big catch on third down. Like, I don't think Mechie does other things to contribute to where if he's pushed back to, like, fourth or fifth, that it's, like, valid to keep him around. Yeah, but I, I do think that he can be just be better at what he's been asked yeah, to do. Maybe like he, like he just wasn't good enough last year at it. Yeah, but how I, much I, better? Yeah, I, I would go with Damian Pierce on this just because I've seen him score touchdowns. I've seen him go on long runs, whether it's from the line of scrimmage or on special teams. Seen him run over dudes. Seen the success. Haven't seen it from Mitch yet. So if I had to not sit on the fence and pick one, pick a side, I'm going on Damian Pierce. So we have a controversial quote as we go around the NFL. Uh, from uh, ESPN. This is Greg Roman. I, I don't know why this is so controversial. Maybe maybe you find it controversial. Greg Roman, former OC of the San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens, now the OC in Los Angeles. Uh, he said the following quote, Can you imagine Justin Herbert with a great run game? We don't know, but I can imagine that it might what it might look like. So that's kind of the vision. Close quote. What's, the- How, what's Austin Eckler feel like right now, man? Yeah, man, I look <laughs> down. And th- that's the one thing you can say for sure about the running back, too. I All- feel like they might be a dark horse for Saquon, by the way. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Harbaugh's going to one is like. But they got all them cap issues, though. Yeah, and that's why I want the, the Texans to take either Khalil Mack or Bosa bargains. The running back position is for sure the one where if you have a down year, we will act like you were never good. Like, we'll just say that you're done, which, you know, may be fair. Maybe once you see the tread start to wear a little bit, maybe that scares you off. But, yeah, man, it's almost like that comment, I guess the controversial part is, it's like, hey, was Austin Eckler never there? Did you forget that he existed? And, and, you know, what, no, he's feeling some way about what, that. Wasn't great last year. You know, he's feeling some way. Uh, so Matt Areza, Ariza, however you pronounce it, the punt god, as they called him in college, um, he signed with the Chiefs on a veteran – are on a minimum deal. Uh, Tommy Townsend scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent. You might remember uh, he was accused of something terrible with a yeah. girl. They found out he wasn't even there, yeah. and now he's getting another chance. Buffalo originally drafted him and got rid of him, so he's with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Somebody owes that cat some money, man. I don't know who it is, but somebody owes that cat some money. Someone, uh, I think it was, I think it was Seth, maybe, said that. The Taylor Swift fans that aren't hip to this are just gonna automatically reread the headlines and like uh, come at him now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> they're the, Chiefs fans now. Oh yeah. The they're mor- not even gonna factor in that he got let yeah. go. It's just gonna be like cancel culture. Yeah. The moral outrage. Swarm. Oh man, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> keep, Surely not. How could this? You, how could you let him around women? Keep this guy away from Travis Kelsey. Yeah. yeah Travis Kelsey, by the way, is Ooh. in Australia. He went to the zoo. Are they gonna make Travis Kelsey like a? woman abuser apologist or something how could you play with this guy like he has anything to do with it <laughs> taylor went to the zoo one day then travis came in town and she took him to the zoo the next so she went to the zoo two straight days mm. i like the zoo so I, I don't know and man can you imagine like going to the zoo if you're taylor swift i bet you get like all kinds of cool experiences oh well you have She's to try playing catch with the monkeys i mean do you, do you have to shut it down they probably gave her like a suit where you can't you can't be bitch. You got to swim with the alligators. Yeah, I mean, you shut the zoo <laughs> so you down. You got to get in one of those big balls with the hippos or something. Oh, I ain't. I ain't trying to get nowhere close to the hippos. Nah, those are the ones I. Oof. I'm good. Hippos or alligators? I'm out. Nah, yeah, I'm good. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to be anywhere near those things. I, there is nothing cool about that for me. Coming up next, you know what time it is? It's time for the slime. Is Amber Rose? Slime off worthy. Does she deserve to be the slime off champ? We'll discuss next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right. It is time for the slime. 
It's time for the weekly slime. Slime season. The biggest displays of weekly slimery. Man, you going to hell on scholarship. As decided by your favorite H-Town hosts and the loopholes. Man, look at this slime ball. This is the Friday Slime Off on Sports Radio 610. All right, so Amber Rose and CJ Stroud, they were in the news. Let's hear from Cameron and Mace, and then we need to cuss and discuss if Amber Rose is slime ball worthy uh, for this week. This was uh, Cameron and Mace on It Is What It Is, talking about the notion that Amber Rose had C.J. Stroud just take her to her hotel. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's actually the new wave. That's the new wave. It used to be guys um, dating um, younger women. Now it's older women dating younger guys. It seems like it's the way. It's still the same way because young bitches be on old too. I be batting them joints away like bees, man. Back up, little girl. Leave me alone. I'm not what you want. I'll ruin your life, baby. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this situation is concerned. Amber Rose is my homegirl. I ain't got nothing bad to say about her, but I'll say this. You got to know when laying on you. It's a hundred ways, and shout out to Amber. That's that's home. But it's two billion ways Amber Rose could have got back to her hotel. <laughs> CJ Stroud was the last ride to the hotel. Where <laughs> that, that was the last one. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for CJ, I, yo. If it wasn't for CJ, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> All right, there you go. People from New York crack me up the way they be talking. All right, your thoughts. Does does Amber Rose deserve slime off consideration? See, I had a slightly different theory on how this played out. I do think that CJ probably volunteered his own ride so he could do this. I mean, CJ is a child when Amber Rose is ascending, when she's rising to prominence. So that's probably like one of the bad ones of his entire life. I could see CJ signing up to do the Amber Rose ride home. I think where Amber Rose was more of a slime ball was the leaking of CJ Stroud is going to be taken. Like, I don't think it was a coincidence that a camera was there to to, to capture them perfectly walking out to his car. Oh, wow. I think I think that was the setup part. Oh, wow. That was the setup part oh, from Amber okay. Rose. Oh, and wow. Somebody from Amber Rose camp got with somebody from 97.9, made sure that 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 video was out there, and that's how we got this conversation started. Oh, wow. Okay. That sounds pretty slimy to me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think she deserves, but I just don't necessarily view it the same way from the same lens as Cameron did. All right, the next one is uh, Matt Miller. Uh, Matt Miller works at ESPN. He's a draft scout. He basically tweeted something to the effect of, the Patriots shouldn't draft a quarterback because they're not a quarterback away. Look what happened with Houston last year. They have a Hall of Fame left tackle. Uh, in a solid core uh, versus what happened at Carolina, this would be that all over again. First of all, I hate that philosophy. We're not a quarterback away, so we're not going to draft a quarterback. I think that's weird. Very weird. The other thing is someone dug up his receipts from last year, and this was what he said about Bryce Young when, he, when they found out he was going to Carolina. Quote, Young elevated an Alabama offense in 2022 that lacked star power. In Carolina, he'll have an elite offense in mind. A solid and improving O-line and veteran targets. It's a great landing spot for Young. I don't mind. Like, look, people are going to be wrong about 
drafts and stuff like that. Yeah. That's pretty extreme right there. I don't like the philosophy, although I don't know if it's – is it slime off to have that type of revisionist history or sometimes revisionist history just a resource for what the reality was of a situation despite the fact we thought that? Yeah, I, I lend to – or I tend to lean on the latter. As somebody that gets things wrong, have gotten them anything wrong in all of the sports that we cover, I tend to give him a little bit of grace on this. A little bit of grace on this in terms of whether it's slimy or not, even if you're wrong. Yeah, I – like sometimes I think, even even though the whole you're not a quarterback away logic is just yeah is just trash to me. But I, I don't I don't respect that. But there's all sometimes there's like a tendency where you go back and you're like, well Vegas picked them to win four and a half games, so and they did this, so they, they did like yeah, that's like one little thing. Yeah, one like, data point. Just because just because it was considered that the Texans didn't have the ideal situation by some last year. And then we have a year of proof that it was a decent situation for CJ Stroud. Doesn't mean if you embrace that it was a good situation, it's moving the goalpost or making any less. No, the thing it's just kind of how it played out. Yeah, like you can Carolina, have more information. Yeah. Yeah. If Carolina exposed itself as now, if you say I said this and you're lying about it and all that, or saying anyone says that that's fine. But like, like, what is Matt Miller supposed to do? Yeah, no. Like, is he's like, is he, is he supposed to like quit talking or something? Nah, I don't look, get it. Listen, let's just be real about it, man. I was optimistic about everything once it kind of got going with the Miko and the CJ pick and everything. I was optimistic about it, but the overall takeaway was that this is a new team and there is no, you have no idea what to expect, good or bad. Like, you couldn't crown them. You couldn't say it's the same old Texans. It was none of that. It, it, it was not like, hey, they got this pedigree. They're going to be great. Nor is it these are the same guys that have been terrible from before. I do think that there's something to what the Texans had been prior to that. All of the coaches in as many years uh, hadn't been good since the Deshaun Watson situation. Everything that led up to Deshaun Watson wanting to be traded in the first place. Like, we can't just act like the Texans hadn't made a mess of themselves leading up to this run that they just had. Like, yeah. that, that part of it was true. And we... We have documented it quite well on this radio station. So, uh, I mean, we can't have it both ways. The, the situation did not seem great at the time. Turns out situation is a lot better than it's been. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Like, it's it, that's how it played out. It, it, yeah. it ended up, like, Texans ended up putting together a situation that was good for C.J. Stroud, and C.J. Stroud was good for them. My, my I, I don't think Matt Miller is going to win this slime off. I think Amber Rose is probably going to win it, like, on a low scale. But my biggest my biggest problem with Matt Miller's tweet was not that. Yeah. Because he was getting kind of run on by Texans fans. Oh, revisionist history, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it is a little bit, but yeah. it's okay. See? But I don't like the don't draft a quarterback because you need other pieces. That's like, the, like that's you can the do worst. that each year. What does yeah. that mean? That, that, that part of it is the worst take. That's the part you should be getting dragged for. But I, look, outside or absent of, a strong passion for the Texans, like or affection for the Texans. Those are the only people that are arguing right now that going in, that was a good situation. And those were just from rose-colored lenses. Yeah. That's from, hey, I want this team to be good. I want to feel good about my football team. And then, oh, lo and behold, you were right. But that wasn't based off of like any kind of like history or matter of fact. Like if you were basing it off of the information you had at the time. It did not seem like a great situation. Oh, good thing for Texans fans. Good thing for the Texans. We were wrong.
And it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's you okay. Know, like, what, what are you supposed okay. to do? Like, I, I wanted I wanted Bryce Young instead of CJ Stroud. Am I supposed to just, like, hate CJ? Like, just still, like, when it plays out, am I supposed to not say? Like, is is a uh, is a Chicago Bulls fan that's upset that, you know, Sam Bowie wasn't there at three? Is he supposed to all, like, rock a, like, is he supposed to hate Michael Jordan? I, I thought Jalen Green was going to be a franchise player. Does that mean I just cancel my Rockets podcast? No, I, I, I admit that I was wrong. And Oh, you're off that and, now. Oh, man, dude, I've been off that for, <laughs> come on now. No, that not not my finest moment. But I'm gonna still talk my. Hey. You know what? Hey, Bryce or bust. You know what hashtag, I'm saying? hashtag Bryce or bust. <laughs> so I I think the slime off should go to Amber Rose. I I don't think she's like. There's different layers of slime. Um, I, I just got it. I got to put her on there. Maybe a lifetime achievement award type of thing. My my votes for Amber Rose. Yeah, nah. Don't don't be don't be leaking to the media. C.J. Stroud's benevolence. He's just trying to be a a good young cat. And you're going to put them in the line of fire like that. I do appreciate that our station was able to benefit from it from a content perspective. But uh, she ain't have to do that. She ain't have to I think she that. made it worse by addressing it, too. You ain't have to no, say he that, was just that's where the me theory off comes at the from. hotel. We know this. Like, you plan a story, and then you come in on the back end and comment on it as if you didn't plan it, and you're just responding to the story when in actuality – you are the original source. I don't know why y'all making this a big deal. Oh yeah, well, what this, if CJ, this happens all the time? What if CJ was doing her a favor too, though? Like, I bet he was because she's managed by Nick Cannon. What if? What if he's like kind of getting that relationship right? Yeah, we're getting you in the, getting you in the spotlight, Amber. You haven't been there in a long time. I'm gonna get you out there. By the way, I've heard that CJ Stroud's gonna have HEB commercials now. Hey, which which is worse for CJ Stroud to be influenced by, Amber Rose or Nick Cannon? Uh, <laughs> damn, Nick Cannon, who is uh very damn, liberal a, about about procreation. That's a trick question. Yeah, I thought about that. He's got those women treating him like he's a like he's like the the only one for him. Johnny Manziel's ex. Yeah, and they're taking like family photos and stuff, and yeah. he's just going around doing his thing. Yeah, I'm I'm not personally interested, but it's got to be something to that. Like, there's got to be like a story behind that. Like, how do you do it? And why? <laughs> Nick Cannon, man. Yeah. How many is he at now? 12? Yeah, man. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like C.J. Stroud has the discernment to know how much Amber Rose in his life is good. I don't need him around Nick Cannon, man. So you would you would rather him be around Amber than Nick Cannon? Yeah, because I feel like he knows when to Nick let... Cannon's a good business guy, though. No, man. that's cool. I feel like he knows when to, when to press the eject button on the Amber Rose thing. Nick Cannon might actually influence my man and you know cj's already religious he might he might actually believe in having all these damn babies who would you rather who would you rather have cj around more nick cannon or amber rose probably amber rose i feel like i feel like he won't be affected by amber rose as much as man you kidding you kidding (laughs) i don't think so man See, he don't have to get hypnotized. And plus, by I, it. I feel like he want to be around people like Amber Rose. I don't think he just. I don't think he was forced into that. Of course, it's that. a freaking fantasy, man. Yeah, like that's that's his childhood. He's coming up on that, seeing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I don't know, man. That's that's wild. Coming up next, I, I, I don't even know where to go with that. I'm I'm really at a loss for words. Coming up next, could the Texans? end up with a bargain at the most polarizing position of the offseason. Plus, the adults speak. We'll hear what they had to say next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop 
with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, so last year I was really proud of Nick Casario in the way that he acquired Dalton Schultz because initially it was believed Dalton Schultz was going to get like a three-year, $33 million deal in that range, and the market spoke to Dalton Schultz. The tight ends, it was a very heavy position uh, in the draft, and teams weren't willing to pay Dalton Schultz what it initially you initially thought his market value was going to be. So he was available, and the Texans got him for a bargain. One-year deal, um, less than $10 million. I wonder if like some of these wide receivers, whether it's Curtis Samuel, Hollywood Brown, I wonder if the market's going to speak to them in a deep receiver draft, and perhaps the Texans. And I don't think this prevents you from taking a receiver. I don't think you can have enough of them. Uh, especially if you're talking elite guys like Franklin or Adonai Mitchell or Xavier Worthy on day two. But I could see a situation where, much like Dalton Schultz last year, one year, eight, whatever it was, million dollars, you could get a Curtis Samuel or a Hollywood Brown at a relatively good price because the market speaks to them. I I wonder if that is a possibility with all this Mike Evans talk, et cetera, if that could happen. Yeah. No, I I, I love the thought, and and especially kind of going back. thoughts? Man, I like thoughts, thoughts, you know, at this point. Hey, man, I, I'm just trying to have a good time at this point in my life. But look, for me, <laughs> with Dalton Schultz, this is a really good example of it, especially going back to do the – this is good revisionist history, I think, because you get to go back and look at the context of it at the time. And he did seem like maybe a depreciated asset, you know, for, and maybe that's what we're talking about with these other guys, like guys that have played at a high level but – the market, for whatever reason, and maybe for a number of reasons, has dictated that they get not top-of-the-line money, just a little bit under what maybe market value for that type of talent or potential talent could provide for you. I I, I like where, you, where your head is at right here. I think that there could be some diamonds in the rough. Would you consider Dalton Schultz to be a little bit of a diamond in the rough, considering that he was paid for less than what the market value was? Like, to me, that's what you're looking at. That's what you're, that's what you're trying to find – especially if you're talking about going big game hunting in any kind of context. Like if you want to do the thing that Sean and Seth are talking about, I don't want to give Patrick Queen $17, $18 million, but if you want to spend that money elsewhere, defensive end, edge rusher, tackle, cornerback maybe, okay, well now when you talk about finding things along the margins, bargain binging, this is it. This is the epitome of that to me. What's the best everyday bargain? Like, Ooh. like this is like something you gotta have. This is a bargain. I think it's the rotisserie chicken at yeah. the uh, at the store. Oh yeah, you took it. You seen that? You seen the trick on that? I saw this on uh, Insta the other day. So, someone you take the rotisserie chicken, you put it in a big ass plastic baggie, and you just like shuffle it around with your hands, and it gets the bones off. So get a big ass like plastic ziploc, put the, put the chicken in there. Boom, 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 and you got it all out. Now, out of all the times that I've had to feed myself and my family off of a rotisserie chicken for Man. several days, yeah. I ain't never thought of that. I didn't. I never and, did either. And I got an, and like I'm, I'm good with the bones, but you know I got these kids, yeah. so it's probably a better idea to get them bones out Do of the way. Do you have to get two chickens, or is a, is is one chicken enough? You got three kids. Yeah, so. but only my son really knows how to eat. My daughters kind of just pick at the food and waste yeah. food, so it, it it ultimately comes down to me and him to tear it up. So that's the way it normally works. So there was a uh, little bit of a philosophical divide at Sports Radio 610 um, based on Lopez's notion that Payne and Pendergast, let's hear, let's hear Lopez here. 
Payne and Pendergast are the epitome of what's wrong with Texans fans. This is the epitome. This is the OG John Lopez uh, saying uh, or notion towards Payne and Pendergast. I feel like they are the epitome. Uh-oh. And, this and, never goes good. Like I said, you. you're going to make me fight with them. I think I feel like they are the epitome of the mindset that is hard to shake in this town. Like Seth literally said, limited budget. It's not an unlimited budget, but there are only five teams that have more money to spend than the Houston Texans this year. All right. So there you go. There you go. The epitome, Lopez. huh? The epitome, huh? Yeah. He had yeah. To, we've had we've had the disagreement about this he, before. He, he had to put that extra sauce on there and say that it's the pit, but. This is consistent with his look. Now, now you know that he wasn't creating a straw man when he said that the Texans fan PTSD. Maybe y'all don't agree exactly on the point about the PTSD, no, yeah. but this is what he's talking yeah, about. He he is not. He thinks that Texans. I think he basically yeah. thinks this that is what Texans fans. Some portion, the pain and Pendergast portion. They don't have a winning mindset. Yeah, not used to having nice things. I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, I, I get that. Here was uh, one of Seth's counters on the notion that you should consider signing both Saquon and Mike Evans. If I'm going to spend exorbitantly at the top of the market, it's going to be at impact positions yeah. with guys who are healthy as hell and who I feel really good about are, are going to handle the money well, too. Defensive end, linebacker, yeah. tight end, uh, not wide receiver this year. Tripling down on wide receiver right now, instead of spending money on an edge rusher or a, a linebacker or a tight end or something like that, that's just stupid. Defensive end, linebacker, tight end? Yeah. First of all, Dalton Schultz is the top tight end. I don't know what that's going to cost. Defensive end, who? I'm, I'm looking in, at Bosa and Khalil Mack. Those are the two guys that I'm kind of looking at. So, who there? Um, and then linebacker, if you want to pay Patrick Queen, give him a five-year deal worth upwards of $80 million, that seems very reckless to me. Also, easy but to But there's make, other guys, like yeah. the guy from Carolina, all yeah. that. I get that. Yeah, Brian Burke. Yeah. Look, easy to make the case against signing Mike Evans. Like I hear, and you can even probably make a, a credible argument for why it's not really feasible for the long term. But I can't get with the idea of putting Mike Evans like in the same box as the Nico Collins tank deal, as somebody who is a huge fan of both of those two cats. But Mike bringing in Mike Evans to me is not tripling down. It's just straight up upgrading that room, and now you get to bump these two guys down, and they get to be kind of a complimentary piece to really the Mike Evans show. Like, to me, Mike Evans is your main guy. Like, you need – it's third and six. You need you need six yards. You're throwing – you're chucking it up there to Mike Evans. You know, like, to me, it's it's just a totally different stratosphere. Like, it's not, it's not tripling down. It is elevating. Let's hear what the adults had to say about this. This is uh... – Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast talking about that Mike Evans love. Hey, it's Mike Evans and it's Saquon Barkley. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. If you don't want to sign those two guys specifically. Right, right. Yeah. And I and I think I've been pretty clear. Like I I'm not an I'm not anti Mike Evans signing. Like I'm not anti Saquon Barkley. I think I'm a little 
probably a little more on the Barkley train than you are, Seth. But I, I don't want to spend stupid money. That's I'm the thing. cool with spending money. I, but like, like the, this is the problem with the Mike Evans signing, and I would love Mike Evans. But if you sign Mike Evans, a, a 31-year-old wide receiver, yeah. um, to a big contract right. on a to a position where you already have two really good young players, I don't think people understand exactly like what the roster looks like right now and how much it's going to cost. Actually, I know for a fact. All right. Here's more on the uh, – this is the, the follow-up. I'm loving this. I'm loving this fire here, by the way. Uh, here's some more from PMP on the uh, wide receiver running back position. I know this is the antithesis of, yeah, let's go. Let's get our swords and go get Mike Evans and run into the field blind. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, I think it boils down to John Lopez. Is He's just mad that we don't want Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley – at whatever cost, because I'll have either of them on my team at the right cost. And I, by the way, I am not anti-splurging. I just don't think wide receiver is where I would splurge. I know it's not sexy to splurge on interior defensive line and oh, linebacker. Man. That makes way more sense to me than than splurging on on a 31-year-old, albeit a pro bowler, yeah. 31-year-old well, wide receiver and a 28-year-old running back. With, injur- with the- injury history, by the way. Sean has his preferences of where he wants to splurge. Um, here is uh, Payne and Pendergast. Here's the uh, the final uh, case against Lopez's mindset in free agency. You know, I'm all for I'm all for paying guys in their prime, impact players, good money if they feel like they're a good bet, but understand that it's a bet. But also understand this. And one thing that I heard those guys talking about yesterday was like, well, yeah, but, you know, the guys are replacing. Don't, it's, it's no big deal. Like, I'll go ahead and say, yeah, we're the adults here, Sean, because we understand actually how much NFL players cost these days. We're not kids in a candy shop being like, I want that and that and that. Yeah. Now, Dad, go take me. I want a car. I oh, I'm not going to get a used car for my 16th birthday. All right, there you go. That's the uh, the Lopez. It'd be interesting to, to hear what he has to say about that. He's on a fishing boat right now. I just took a picture of a big mouth fish and said Sean took a selfie. So I don't know if this is going to go too well for old uh, old Sean next week. And I don't I don't even get the joke quite honestly. I don't know if it's a catfish. I don't I don't know. He took a picture of a fish with its mouth open and said Sean took a selfie. It wasn't nice. Is it disappointing? All right, sticking with this theme that they got of hey, be smarter with the money. Is it enough if the Texans come away and their biggest fish in free agency are Derrick Henry, Curtis Samuel, and Danico Autry? Well, you, you feel like three yeah. three spots with, with players that you believe in, but you don't spend a whole, whole lot of money on everybody, and now you accomplish the thing that maybe all of us are trying to accomplish in some kind of way. See, I, I – Maybe I mean it just depends on you better on the broken scenario. your neck. You better been broken your neck trying to get better than that, and that's that's where it came out to be. Because my my thing is this: like the the problem I have with Seth and Sean's thing is they're saying you don't spend reckless, and running backs aren't really like that expensive compared to how they impact the team. You have four receivers on their rookie deal. Your quarterback's on his rookie deal. You've invested all you're going to invest in the offensive line, so you have that going for you, but. Then you're going to say you want to pay Christian Wilkins or Patrick Queen? Those are prototypical bad free agent deals. Like those like when you talk about you don't make it to your fourth year of your free agent deal, paying Patrick Queen like 5 years, 80 million dollars, whatever that is, that to me looks that looks more like the prototypical bad free agent deal than giving Saquon Barkley 3 years 
30 million, whatever the hell you're going to give him or Mike Evans. Those, those look like the bad free agent moves to yeah, me. The Christian Wilkinson one, I, I'm not that I can get around that, that, that the interior pass rushing defensive tackle that can take over, over a game. Mulligan a guy too. I can get that. Well, yeah. I, I don't give a damn who his agent is. I can no, get that's that. Good. That's good. That's yeah, good. I can get that. The linebacker thing. I don't know who the hell is doing that. I mean, I, I just, all I know is the Texans, they, they played their hearts out uh, or, or they got their asses kicked by the, by the Ravens and the clear best player on the field for the, for the, for the Texans was Christian Harris. He's yeah. the one that jumped off and they lost 34 to 10. Yeah. All right. Fred Warner gave it everything he had in that Super Bowl till it got matched up with Travis Kelsey in the fourth quarter in overtime and he couldn't stop him. So, like, I mean, the inside linebacker thing, I don't know who's, who's going and, for it. And the whole reason to want to have a Patrick Queen, uh, Roquan kind of Roquan Smith kind of pairing or a, Christian Harris, Patrick Queen kind of parent is so you can defend offenses that have guys like Saquon Barkley or or offenses who have a a quarterback that can move around. Like, like to me, I would want to get the other thing first, the thing that everybody's trying to combat. They, they didn't impact the give, AFC give me championship that. game at all. And I, but Kyle Hamilton did. They didn't. They didn't. I just I I'm gonna be honest, Clint. We talked about it during during prep. I I was at hold stop the complete thing when when. When Seth said, "Is Saquon Barkley might not be that good? Is he that good? Might not be that good." Like, I, listen, man. We there's a lot. There are there are reasons. Like, I, I, I honest to God, I, I want to hear Seth's reasoning on on that. I mean, I I catch him a lot of mornings when I'm driving the kids off because I I respect him and his thought of uh, in his football thought. I just don't get that one at all. Like, I, I can understand the thought of all right, he's injury prone. Uh, is it worth it with his age? Is he good? He's a slouch. Is he good? How good is is? Are we comparing him to Jim Brown? Like, what are we talking about? How good is he? How good is he? He's got some stuff to work on. How he's good is he? He's got to get there, man. I just, I just, I legit, like, yeah, that crosstalk probably wouldn't have ended. I, I legit needed to understand what, <laughs> like, what he meant by that. Is it like in comparison to what? It, it kind of felt like he got gassed up a little bit. Oh, and it's oh. Just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, he is, I know he didn't say he's not he's good, but he said, "Is he is, that is good?" He yeah. that good? Like, yeah. he's been he's been kind of on an, on an island uh, of his own. I'm talking about Saquon Barkley. There's been a lot, you know, not not the ideal situation. You know what the ideal situation is, though. Drive on a Friday. I can mm. already feel that Friday energy, Let's go, baby. You're listening to KILT AM, KILT HD two. The drive is live. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.